0: Tour, 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 tour junkies what's going on golf addicts welcome to the tour junkies podcast for the wgc dell match play it's the betting show i'm db i got pat perry we're ready to break it down I'm actually looking forward to this i think this may be one of the first years i'm actually looking forward to this event we we uh we've got some obviously some big names playing we're going to get right into the betting strategy here for this because pat there is – you can't just, like, grab an out right here. You, you can't just do that. Now, we, we've had some luck here at the, uh, at the WQC. We hit Kisner a couple years ago. Um, Sheffler – or, uh, let's see, Sheffler lost to Billy Ho in a, in a snoozer ah, last year. i a Total snoozer. I, yeah, you had that one. But Kis in 2019, were at Austin Country Club, the site of the Dell match play since 2016. Um, the the biggest thing that a lot of people are going to overlook this week in terms of getting right into strategy of things is you, you have to look at the bracket as a whole and you've got to look at the segments of the bracket that your players are coming out of and think through like, who has the easiest path to get to maybe the sweet 16 or the, or the, the elite, I'm calling it sweet 16 because we're in March madness. I just cannot call it that. So, um, I don't think that they just call it round four, which is lame. So, you know, it's like, I mean, give it a name. Give it a name. Who has the best chance to get to round four, you know, and or maybe, maybe the 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 elite eight or round five, as they call it or the quarterfinals, right? Who has the easiest path to victory there? Um, and 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 be careful not to put too many guys on your card that are coming out of the same side of the bracket. We'll talk through that here in a little bit more. As always, presented to you by our friends at covers.com. It's the place for people to go if you love sports and you love to win. Your betting process should start at Covers.com. They've been doing it over 25 years, people. They've served, they serve over 20 million sports bettors annually. And, like, most of the content on the website is free. Um, free articles, free videos, free podcasts, free forums you can get into with about 500,000 other members. All kind of free stuff for every sport you can possibly think of. Baseball, college basketball, the NBA uh, NHL golf, obviously. In fact, it's where our exclusive golf betting content that we write every week, we write matchups, usually top 20s or prop bets that we like. And that's the only place you can find it for free on covers.com. This week will be a little weird with the, uh, the match play. I haven't quite figured out how we're going to do that, but we'll figure it out. Um, but thanks to covers.com for hooking us up and be sure you check them out. Um, all right, Pat, it's going to be an interesting week here. We've got, uh, so this is what we're going to do. The Corrales event. People may be wondering about Corrales. We are not going to cover Corrales tonight on either podcast. The DraftKings contests are much smaller and way lamer for the Corrales event. And there's way less options on the betting side of things than, than, uh, than you would like to see right now on a Monday night. But uh, we are going to cover it. We're going to cover it in the Nut Hut. So um, Pat and I, we, we do have a couple of good, caddy friends we got a number of caddy friends on the ground we got a number of players on the ground there we've already heard a couple things from some caddies there uh, at corrales our our good buddy gino Benelli's is on the back for the defending champion joel damon that's exciting uh, but we're going to cover corrales in the nut hut so a great incentive for you to get in the nut hut because it's, it is going to be a great event to bet on for sure i wish the DraftKings contest were larger but from a betting perspective i'm looking forward to betting the corrales just like i would any other week it, it there's a lot of this long shot season baby this is where we hit hudson swafford at like 150 or 200 to one i'm pumped about it man um what you drinking tonight pat what's the what's the beverage of choice? what's the podcast juice
1: i got a little blue moon tonight i've had a blue moon in a while and i felt like you know we had to start of spring this week and uh just just felt like a, a good good beer for this evening you know what i just noticed tv hmm, what's that so we've been doing we're doing this on a different format tonight because producer sam isn't with us yeah and, um, yeah, I haven't been able to see the chat stream in a while, oh, here <laughs> but we now go. I, I get to see it tonight. I could see it again.
0: Here we go. Um, uh,
1: so we'll see what happens there. I'm sure there, now that I said that there's going to be people that come in here trying to trigger me, but, uh, anyway, I am looking forward to this week. I think it's going to be a, be a fun week, you know, with the two tournaments, uh, match plays crazy. It, it, it literally is always almost like. Well, I will say this: when you look at like the the actual basketball tournament, a lot of the chalk tends to get in the final four, whereas that doesn't really happen here. But you you know, but like the the tournament, you have a lot of craziness that happens, especially early on. Yeah. So it'll be, it'll be fun to see what happens.
0: Yeah, got to embrace the variance here. And yeah, shout out producer Sam. We are without producer Sam tonight for the first time in a while. He's been mm-hmm. he's been a dedicated producer here for us. He's coming back. He's having garden hoe issues. If you were listening last week's oh, episode. Yeah. You get that he's having some garden hoe issues with an Airbnb property of his, you know. But we, you know, we understand producer Sam. We miss you, but so we're back on. We're back doing things like this. So if there's no technical difficulties tonight, then we may just fire producer Sam altogether. I don't know. It's just an idea. Yeah. Um. So Pat, you mentioned yeah the variance. So last week last year, one player out of the top sixteen, uh, the, the top sixteen seeds made it to the next round, and that was John Rom. that was it. Every other one busted out of group play. Uh, this is a round robin format, everybody's gonna, everybody knows that, it's round, 64 players, round robin, everybody's gonna play each player in their group. Starts on Wednesday, that's key. So it starts on Wednesday, you're gonna play three, everybody's guaranteed three matches to play the other three guys in their group, and then it's gonna be the best record from there, and there, is, there are sudden death playoffs if, if there's ties involved, which is interesting um that can be a lot of fun i think didn't sergio was it last year sergio won on a walk-off ace was that yeah i think think you're right yeah Um, that was sick that was really sick so uh yeah and, and then so from the sweet 16 down to eight down to four four on the final final round um and it definitely gets a little more boring on the weekend when like all the group plays over and some of the big names have been knocked out and blah 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 but uh i can already see pat distracted in the chat he's already staring staring off into the oblivion here
1: no no i'm good i'm good i was just i was pulling up something i didn't i a vital thing that i should have had pulled up i oh, did not you. have pulled up
0: do you want to know what it is oh sure yeah what is that it was the bracket <laughs> could be could be beneficial um, yeah but i will say this though like last year we had all that variant right but in 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 years past there have been plenty of number one seeds that go through easily, right? Um, it, 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 it's not been like last year, all, all the other years. So I, I think, I mean, obviously, like, it's not a not a bold prediction to say, you know, I think more than one of the top 16 seeds is going to make it through, right? Uh, that's not a bold prediction. But I, I do think when I went through and just my initial look at all 16 groups, just for now, I, I have seven favorites circled that I that
1: I see going to the next level. I feel like um, I'm in a similar boat to you. As a matter of fact, I have two groups left open right now because I almost wanted to just talk through them with you to see if I could figure out where I landed at the end of it. Well, we're gonna that, we're gonna do that. Yeah. So, but um, yeah, I have a I have several favorites in here, but um, there there are definitely some tough groups to figure out. So what we're going to do is we're
0: going to go through every group, uh, me and Pat, and we thought we'd do something different this, this year. We're going to go through every group, and we are going to make ourselves land on one favorite that we can agree on out of the group from a betting standpoint. So we're going to do group bets first, and then we're gonna, when we finish the 16 groups, then we're going to come back and look at our outright bets to win and you got to think through that, like I said in the beginning, you got to think through the outrights, thinking through their path to victory, how that would look, who they'd have to go through, uh, you know, what part of the bracket they'd have to take down, and and try to think through who may have the easiest route, plus the value that you have. And there's a few groups in here that are complete stayaways for me because they're just just buzzsaw of a group. Like all four players are absolutely studs, you yeah. know, and it's hard to figure out. So uh, we're gonna get through that. Before we do that though. I do want people to comment. Uh, we got Masters coming up. Masters will be here before we know it. It's going to be huge. We're going to have a great week, Pat, in Augusta. I want to know, I need to know quickly, what early Masters content do you want? And this is probably, a, this is probably you know, going to be, gonna, gonna be a, a full-time DB situation because mm-hmm. I've got this time on my hands. But I want to know what early Masters content do you want? I did go out and put out a YouTube video couple days ago um, with some early leans and masters kind of outright bets that I think I could see getting shorter or I would like to jump on at the moment. I put that out there, but what else do you want to see? Is it, is it, um, is it DraftKings related? Is it betting related? Is it just Augusta in general stuff? Like put that in the comments, tell me what you want. And speaking of comments, Pat, last week we asked people to put in the comments, their Instagram and Twitter handles uh, for a masters 2020 t-shirt that we have brand new to give those out. We have five t-shirts. And I'm just going to give them out to five, five winners from last week. So if you hear your Instagram or Twitter handle, you need to email us, info at Email us that you won your uh, shipping address and your T-shirt size, and we'll do the best we can to make sure. We only have larges in
1: XL. So we told you that last week. So yeah, win, so if you happen to win and you get yeah. a different size, don't, like, come back at me and say, hey, you sent me the wrong size. It's very random. Like, if you get, like, just be first, I'll say that, to, yeah. to, to, to send me a message. 'Cause if you if you win, I'll send you something, but it's gonna be the wrong size. You can give it to somebody though. That yeah. somebody will appreciate that gift.
0: Or if you're a large and you get an XL, grow into that bad boy. You know? Yeah. Have, have a few extra blue moons or something. I don't know. Uh all right, here's the handles. At I guess this is Jefe bomb, J E F E bomb, or Jef- jefe, Jefe. Um at Wahlberg Justin. I know Justin Wahlberg. He's a good dude. He follows us mm-hmm. all the time, comments on a lot of stuff. Very engaged follower. At FW Stacks, uh, at John Coman three. Also, another very engaged follower. Yeah. Appreciate yeah. him. And another very engaged follower. I think the-
1: John Coman's a dog fan. I could be Is wrong, he? but I, I, think,
0: I think he's. Yeah, I think he's also in the nut hut, isn't he? I yeah, think he's a nut hut. Mm-hmm. And th- I know this guy's a nut hut member. Trip G H A. Trip Ga. You uh, you guys, you five have won a Masters t-shirt. So even yeah.
1: Wes, I don't have any shmediums. I see you in the chat there. No shmediums. Uh, I kind of, kind of miss Wes a little bit. Oh, Wes. <laughs> it's, been, it's been a while, Wes. It's good to see you're still here oh, with nice. us. Uh, we also
0: have DP World Tour and Corn Ferry Tour podcast going on this week. Hopefully, Mark Hills gained his voice back and he can actually talk. And hopefully, uh, G-Money Garrett can figure out how to get a podcast out before, you know, uh, six hours before the event starts. That'd be cool, huh? Very yeah. cool. All right. Let's let's uh, let's get into this, Pat. I want to get into, here's how we're going to do this. Let's see. I, now I have to run things again. I'm not used to having to run things again. Um, yeah, here we go. We're going to bring up the groups. And these groups we're, we're looking at are important because um, the, the winners of these groups are going to play each other in the Sweet 16 in the quarterfinals. And then the winner of that matchup is obviously going to get to the uh, Stage 5 or whatever. Um no, wait a minute. God, damn, I hate the way they say these the they do these things. What are they calling it? Round 4 or something. Okay, round 4 and then if they and then the winner of that's going to get to the quarterfinals. But this is key because you got to think through this. Like you don't need to have three guys or four guys from these groups on your betting card outright because you're kind of shooting yourself. Like only yeah. one guy is going to come out of here on this side and make it to the final 4 or the the, the final match. So you got to think through those things. But what we're going to do here is just look at some betting odds and uh, and talk through the names here. The first group, group one, is John Rom, Sebastian Munoz, Patrick Reed, and Cam Young. Pat um, and I want to go ahead and start by saying uh, John Rom. You know, obviously the favorite here. He's plus one hundred and fifty. Patrick Reed is plus three hundred. Uh, Cameron Young is plus three twenty on FanDuel, plus two seventy five on DraftKings. And Sebastian Munoz is plus three hundred here. So um, where where's your early lean here, Pat, Patrick? Where are we going to go? Are we gonna Are we gonna agree on a name here? I wonder.
1: I, well, I, I as as hard as it is for me to to sit here and and defend. Well, it's easy to defend John Rahman. He's the number one player in the world. But yeah, um, and I know he did not play well at the players. I was all in on him at the players. Um, but of this group. I have a hard time going away from John Rahm. I mean, Patrick Reed has not been playing well. Cameron Young has. Uh, Sebastian Munoz has been playing decent, um, so there there's a chance that you could get one of those guys to come out of here. But I, I think John Rahm is is sort of. Uh, I think he's about to hit a little bit of a stride here going into the you know going into the Masters and into to major season. I like John Rom here. I, I'm I'm not gonna. I feel like you get, you're getting cute if you don't take Rom in this in this bracket, so or in this group.
0: Yeah, uh, I mean, I mean, how about Patrick Reed finishing 26th and John Rom finishing 55th, players?
1: Yeah, I mean, I hear you. Um, Patrick Reed needs to show a lot for the right. Here's another angle that people probably will talk about this week too: is you know, there's a lot of guys that that want to show they're good in match play for the Ryder Cup. So. Um, I think that's an interesting take there's also a lot of guys not a lot there's a there's a couple guys in here that really need to play well if they want to get it in, get into the Masters. so uh that's another narrative that we could go with i'm still throwing all that out I, i'm going with rom in this group but we have to agree on this i guess so if, if you don't agree then then
0: yeah just... i mean I, it's hard to disagree with with john rom right um but I do think this is a challenging group. I think this this group doesn't seem as tough as it is once you kind of dig into it. When you realize Reed's been playing a little better, when you look at their match play records here in at Austin, um, both John Rahm and Patrick Reed have a winning record. John Rahm's record here is ten five and three. Reed's is eight six and three. Obviously, Cameron Young's a first timer here, and in Muñoz's first attempt, he went zero three and zero. Um, and, and listen, like the thing is. Wes is in here saying, I-, "I think Munoz or Cam Young can beat anybody. Beat Rom. Can beat anybody. Exactly. Anybody can beat anybody. It's, we've seen it at this event. Like this is a match play event. These are some of the best. These are the best players in the world for a reason. It could happen for sure. Um, you, you could say that about anyone. But I do think this is one of those groups where I'm not, I'm not fully sold on Rom. I, I could see Reed being interesting now that he's round, rounding into form a little bit, wanting to prove himself for the Ryder Cup, as you mentioned." Um, and kind of get back into that Patrick Reed killer that we all know, we, we all knew um, in match play formats. And I also think Cameron Young is interesting, just as good as that kid is playing. And what does he have to lose? You know what I mean? Like if you're if you're Cam Young playing John Rom, all the pressure in the world is on John Rom to come out of the group. Now he may not put any of that pressure on himself. He's John Rom, but Cam Young's not going to have any pressure. He's just going to go out and fire, like just fire away. So I mean, if you just are. A hundred percent on John Rom. I will. I will agree with you here, and we can move on. But I do think Reed and Young are going to make it interesting. Munoz is the one to me that I, I just don't. I don't. I'm out.
1: Yeah, I. I think. I just still think Rom is is going to be the play here for me. Um, okay, I get it. All right, so we're going to go Rom
0: here. Let's. Well, I just want to keep up with the TJ agreement plays here. All right, let's go back to this group is going to play Group 16. So you got Brooks Kepka, EVR, Shane Lowry, and Harold Varner, the third. Kepka, uh, his Ryder Cup, or, I mean his uh, match play record here at Austin, six, five and one. Shane Lowry, two, seven, and three here. HV3 is his first time, and EVR has gone two, two and two. Kepka and Lowry are plus 220 in the sports books. Uh, HV3 is plus 300. And EVR is plus 275 to come out of this group. So a little tighter here at the top with, uh, I guess you could say, Brooks's recent form uh, versus, you know, and he's right there with Lowry around plus 220 when I when I last took a look at it. So um, I think out of here, you know, I, I think HV3 could do something, but I truly think this is all coming down to Captain Lowry. When, when you look at the two strongest players here, it's definitely those two. And they're definitely playing the best at the moment. And we, and we just saw Kepka, you know, finally have a good finish at the Valspar. Played really well on the weekend, I believe. Uh, and Lowry, you know, continues to play well. Uh, get, played really strong in that Florida swing. And, and that's hard to do. There was some, that was some tough, tough stuff there at the Florida swing. We, I mean, he could have won easily a few weeks ago. Um, but to me, I actually think, I think I'm going Kepka here. I think Eileen lean Kepka. I think I th- you know the killer mentality and match play. Um just the swagger. You had Shane and his, you know, Karen self at the Ryder Cup a couple of- I I think Kepka just shuts that down. Like I think Kepka just like probably just out totally out alphas everybody in this group. Um I- I'm feeling it. Like I like what I saw out of Kepka at the Valspar. We know he likes to, like, peak for majors, right? And and so he's gearing up for Augusta, I'm sure. I I just, I think it's tough to pull, you know, to to pull the trigger on these guys against Kepka at the moment. But Lowry, Lowry's enticing.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I, I leaned immediately towards Lowry until then you start looking at the schedule a little bit on how these guys play each other. So in, in every group, Um, the top two don't play each other until the third matchup. And so I looked at that a little bit when I was trying to kind of figure out some of the guys that I wanted to take, because uh, I think you could see guys get out to a hot start. And then, you know, who knows um, if the other, you know, if the number two seed basically in the group has a little bit tougher matchups to start, you know, you know, Brooks could ease, you know, maybe be two and O by the time he gets to even playing Shane Lowry um I mean look at Brooks he plays Eric Van Ruyen in the first round I I think he should win that but you know EVR could be sneaky then he gets HV3 and then he gets Shane Lowry um whereas I, I think Shane you know playing HV3 in the first round or the first match could be a little bit interesting so I I really like Lowry and and I feel like um despite his poor record here this should be a pretty good course fit for him and he's been playing really well recently I- i'm with you here i think we're going to get a a a a pretty heavyweight round of 16 matchup with rom versus kepka in uh in that round of 16 so I- i'm going to agree with you there on kepka all right um, so taking some early early favorites here all right yep um okay by the way, in the Nut Hut, we have a contest going this week for the. the oh, we have a bracket run. challenge. Yeah, a bracket challenge, and if you go into that bracket challenge, it's got working a working bracket here. So Ooh. I'm using that as I speak, as, as I talk, to actually. Nice. You know, so I don't even have to write it down, DB. Oh, I, good. I can. Yeah.
0: Good. Well, yeah, good. You can do that, and then we can we can put it out there and say this is our cumulative bracket that we filled out that we actually agreed on. Um. Awesome. All right, let's 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 move on to the next group. You got group uh, two playing 15-2, headed up by Colin Morikawa. Then you got Robert McIntyre, Jason Kokrak, and Sergio Garcia. Morikawa 0-2-1 in his first appearance here last year. He is plus 200, your favorite. Kokrak is uh, 1-2-0. and He's plus 300. Garcia is 12-7-1. He's plus two forty, and Robert McIntyre went one one and two. He is plus two seventy five. Um, you know, to me, I, I think this may be a chalky bet out of this group, and it might be chalky in DFS. We'll get to it, but I think it's Sergio. I think it's Sergio. Absolutely,
1: um, uh, there's a hundred percent agreement with me.
0: And it's not that again. Moracau is a stud, but he's just not done. He's not. He's not showing much right now, and Garcia is a match play. You know there, there's a couple of guys in here who are match play studs, right? Ian Poulter's a match play stud, but I mean, Garcia's playing really well right now, he's, yeah. he's he's playing extremely well. Um, he's had success here, obviously. I like the value at plus 240. That is a group bet that I will probably be firing on for sure.
1: The, the last What's Garcia, like, if I remember, really, really good at the Ryder Cup, too. He, I know he had Rom as a partner a lot, which helped, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I still feel like he, he he didn't lose it for him. I mean, he didn't. He did like, not. play better at times. Yeah. So.
0: I mean, so like if you're talking about betting these groups, the last group with Kepka, I honestly would probably stay away from it. Like as hot as Lowry's been too, I I think I'd stay away from group betting that one. I'm not gonna bet every group, but um, but I mean, we've we got to pick one. I went with Brooks, but like this one is one I want to fire on at plus two forty.
1: Yeah, for, for I, I agree there. Plus two forty for Sergio. He. And I think it is probably going to be a little bit of a chalky play, um, maybe in the DFS world, but I I don't care what chalk looks like for betting. So I will, uh, you know, I I think Garcia is a good play here. We, we obviously both. Now, Bobby Mack could be interesting. He could, he could be a little bit of a sneaky, Mm. a sneaky guy in here. Um, But I I, I think it's, it's a little too risky for me. But I, I, if I'm talking about a guy I'm staying away from, it's Morikawa for sure. I just haven't seen anything with the putter lately. His irons actually have cooled off. I mean, he is not... He really just has seemed... I know at the players, it was a bad draw, so I can't really look at that. But even last week, yeah. the irons weren't... I mean, you know, I played him in a prize picks play for over greens and regulation on Sunday at like 11. He had eight greens. Oof. Eight. That's crazy. That is that is not very good for Morikawa. And he's, I mean, he's one of the best boss strikers in the world. I just don't, like... Yeah, I, I definitely lean more towards
0: guys that and now this is ironic this is very ironic thing that I lean this way but uh, that I'm picking Sergio I, I just I want to I want guys who are going to be confident with like rolling the rock a little bit like and they're, they're gonna you know drop putts on players and and yeah. make putts when they need to to have holes or to go ahead and drop one down before their 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 opponent is putting you know it has to put next and like put applying pressure and and I know there's also a lot of pressure applied when a guy just continuously pounds greens and regulation in front of you and you just think the guy's never going to miss, which is probably why Sergio's done so well here because he doesn't putt well, that's for sure. Um, and I, ha- I don't, you know, there's not really a lot of great or credible strokes gained data for this event because guys are playing different, you know, they're not some guys aren't even playing certain holes in their matches and it's just a weird event to really look at from that point of view. So I don't know how well Sergio's putted at Austin Country Club, but I mean, he's. I think he lives here. I think this is a home event for him. Um, yeah, it is. He so lives in some Austin familiarity now. with with the greens. Maybe is what it is. I don't know. But I, I just Morikawa scares me from from that standpoint. Um, because I mean, like, yeah, it would be deflating to watch him hit greens in your face all day long. But after like six holes or seven holes, when he's not making a dang thing, it, you know, I'm not worried about it at that point. <laughs> like the kid. Yeah, can't. no. So I don't know. I'm I think, with you. I think him out. Okay. All right, the next group here. So they're going to be playing the winner of group 15. So that's Abe Answer, Bub Watson, Bubba Watson. Why did I say Bub Watson? Bub. I think I was looking oh, at Bub. Webb. I was looking at Webb. Bubba Watson, Webb Simpson, and Brian Harmon. Oh, when Bubba and Webb have to play each other, since they're like best buddies, are they just going to like give each other every putt and hug a lot? Uh, maybe they will. Bubba will cry, on every, hole, uh, cry every hole that he beats Webb on.
1: I'm so sorry, what, I...
0: and then answer and then... Brian, like the a, a combined uh combined tail of the tape of like what ten feet tall 10, 10 feet one inch, both of them if they stood on if one of' them stood on each other's shoulders
1: this is an inter- this is an interesting group for sure, <laughs> not only because of stature and uh friendships, yeah, but really because of the way this group sets up i mean all of these guys have. Some deficiencies <laughs> that that uh, besides besides height and other things. Um. Well, you
0: got Abe Answer, who is the favorite at plus two thirty. He's four two and zero here. You got Bubba at plus two fifty. He's ten six and five. And then Webb and Brian Harmon are both plus three hundred. Webb is two seven and three here, and Harmon is five three and one. I my favorite out of this group is Brian Harmon. I like the way Brian Harman is playing right now. I like the way he's played the last couple of, of weeks. And did you hear his interview yesterday when he walked off the course on Sunday? I did not, but I'm he, sure he, you did. He walked off the course and he just kind of said like, "Yeah, cuz you know, I mean, he kind of I guess he had a chance Sunday. I mean, he got to like 15 under or something, but he wasn't ever going to it wasn't going to happen for him. Um, but when he walked off, he kind of said like, you know, I'm feeling really good. I like where my game's at. I'm pumped about the match play. I love that course. I love match play. And he basically said, "I'm ready to kick butt and take name. Like he's ready
1: to go. And I like. I that. think Brian. Yeah, I think Brian Harmon is is the play here. As a matter of fact, it, it ends up where I have several bulldogs that I that I do like this week. And, you know But Harmon, if if you've known, Har- so, so Harmon grew up in Savannah. He's um, he won the U.S. Junior Amateur. I believe if he didn't win it, he was in the finals. Cause I remember watching on TV when I was younger. Um, the guy is a he's a, I mean, anybody, he's cock bites his damn, his damn nickname. I mean, I, I just feel like, you know, there's a factor to these guys with winning match play events or winning matches. That is, you, you can't even look at like all the stats, although he's going to check box, you know, check boxes anyway for this course. Yeah. Um, he's been playing well recently. But he's just got that fight attitude to him that I, that I really like. So I'm with you. I, I think Harmon, Harmon wins this group. And you got guys like Webb, been off a lot lately, hasn't played a ton. You know, played okay last week, nothing great.
0: Well, also, you know, yeah. like, Webb coming off of this injury layoff, okay, you know, only had to play two rounds at the players, but it was a long two, two rounds, okay? Then he, then he does make the cut, but fizzles, I think, over the weekend at the Valspar. Now he's going to play this. Like, do we really think, do you really want to bet on Webb playing what, seven matches to get to the finals and, and win
1: with that I injury
0: thing? I, I don't think you do. Uh,
1: I, I don't. The answer to me is just way too spotty right now for, for me to think. And I know you, you said he's got a good record here. So does Bubba. Bubba's played well here. Yeah. Um, this is, but it, I, I think, this looks think like a an easier group to, to come out of. And I like that plus 300 yeah, number on Harmon there yeah. to win the group. So.
0: I don't Um, – I'm glad you brought that up about the whole stats thing. Like, it's just not even – I'm not even looking. I'm not even looking. I'm really not. I'm looking at match play record, form, group that they're in, you know, little block in the bracket that they're in. To, what? Who do they have to beat to get to the next round kind of situation? Easiest path to victory. Um, long-term guys that we've known are good match play players and also good putters. Um, I, I just, it's, it's silly to kind of get bogged down in the stats. It really is. We, we just, it's proven time and time again, match play's just a different beast. So don't bog yourself down with all that. That's for sure. That's a good PSA that maybe we forgot to, uh, maybe we forgot to mention. Another PSA that we need to mention is for all you out there that that y'all need some hair. You know, one player in that group that doesn't need hair is Bubba. Bubba's got lots of hair all over his body. He he needs like, he needs anti- He does not. Yeah, he does not need Nutrafol. Um, but you know, Nutrafol are our friends. They are, and when it comes to thinning hair, they can be your friend. You don't have to choose between natural remedies and, you know, other, you know, just things that work or whatever. There's a holistic solution for men that promotes healthier hair and whole body wellness without drugs or prescriptions, and it's it's beautiful, man. Um, you can. There's five root causes of thinning hair. Nutrafol is the hair supplement that goes beyond genetics to target stress, hormones, nutrition, metabolism, and environmental factors that may be impacting your hair. And it's clinically proven to grow your hair, grow hair thickness, visible scalp coverage, all without compromise with 21 potent natural ingredients that also support better sex drive, better sleep, and less stress. Uh, in a clinical study, men showed progressive improvement in hair growth and thickness after three and six months. Nutrafol is trusted and recommended by more than 1,500 top doctors. Not bottom doctors, Pat. Top doctors. Top doctors. You can grow thicker, healthier hair, and support our show by going to nutriful.com and entering promo code Junkies to save $15 off your first month subscription. This is their best offer anywhere, and it's only available to U.S. customers for a limited time. Plus, free shipping on every order. Get $15 off at nutriful.com That's N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code Junkies to get that uh, that hair hitter, you know, and get you some Get you something off to get you something on, that's what Some we, you know, growth. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool that they're doing that, man. That's awesome. All right, mm-hmm. let's keep uh, let's keep rocking and rolling here. Next group, we've got uh, groups three and fourteen. Group three, okay. Head by this is this is a good this is a good section right. This here. is a nice one. This group here is also. Let me see. Let's see group three. Yeah, I wrote it here. This is a stay away group for me. <laughs> I'm not betting. <laughs> I'm probably not betting on a group winner here between Victor Hovland, Sepp Straka, Will Zalatoris and Cameron Tringali. This is a this, this is a, you know, a killer's row here. It's kind of Victor's 1-2 and 0 here, Zalatoris 1-1 one, one, and 1, and then Tringali and Sepp Straka are making their first appearance here. Victor's your favorite at plus 165, followed by Willie Z at plus 200, followed by Cam Tringali at plus 330 and Sepp Straka at plus 400. Now, I think Straka at plus 400 is an interesting value if I were going to bet it just because I kind of see him like Cameron Young like he's he's bright-eyed, bushy-tailed, not much to prove, like just got his first tour win, he's he's feeling footloose and fancy free. He just wants to go out and fire at pins, make birdies and and you know, stomp on somebody's throat if he's feeling if if the form is there. But um and it's not like, you know, I mean there's holes in these guys in on you know ahead of him. Cameron Tringali, there's holes, right? Mm-hmm. Will Torres, the hole is the putting situation. Like you got to make. Surely these guys are going to make Will Torres putt just about everything out. Like what? How short does the putt have to be for you to give it to Willie Z? Because dude has missed some short ones in the last. Well, we've seen him miss some short ones ever since he got on tour, but in the last couple of weeks he's done it. And then Hovland just. I, the short game is killing him. Like, he just, the short game is killing him. He, the inconsistency around just how he can close the door um, is interesting. And I don't know, that, does Hovland really have the, the killer match play personality of, like, a Kevin Kisner? Like, what makes Kisner so good at this? Does Victor, the do guys like Victor Hovland and Colin Morikawa possess that? I think, I think it remains well. to be seen. I'm not saying they don't, but it's definitely a question mark.
1: Yeah, I I mean Hovland played pretty well I believe in the Ryder Cup. Um but he I think this like when Hovland and Willie Z play, which will be the last match, it could be very interesting. Like Hovland's going to be sitting there like with that smile on his face. Like like the perma he has the perma smile on his face.
0: Permagrin. Yeah.
1: And 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 Willie's going to look up at him with like a foot and a half putt and uh and he's just going to be like grinning. Yeah, you you're gonna put that. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna put that. And then Willie Z's gonna have to put it and, and, and he's gonna miss it or something. And there's gonna there might be some animosity there. Like I, I feel like this could be a fun group to watch. Um and I think it could be a group actually where we do get a guy like Seth to come out of it. Um I, I think with the way he's playing lately, um, you know, it's it's extremely solid. I mean he he followed up the win. You know, at the Honda Classic, you know, playing playing pretty well after that. So I, I think that, you know, Straka is a is a pretty good. You know, I mean, now he did miss a cut at on Palmer, but top ten at the Players had a good side of the draw. But but still, I think I think, uh, think Straka's very sneaky here. He's plus four hundred to win this group. Um, so do we go so Straka? I think we go Straka. All right, I like it. I like it.
0: All right. So we went Harmon. Let's see. Yeah, we went Harmon and Straka in that group. Um, nice. Okay. Oh no, sorry. This is this is group three. Now we got to go fourteen. Yeah. All right. So group three, um, Straka's group is what we're gonna call it. Are playing group fourteen, and that would make that would be Joaquin Neiman, Maverick McNeely, Kevin Na, and Russell Henley. And you've got Joaquin Neiman at one zero and two here. As your favorite, actually, this is interesting. He's your favorite on FanDuel and not your favorite on DraftKings. On FanDuel, he's plus 210. On DraftKings, he's plus 240. The other favorite would be Russell Henley, who is plus 220 on DraftKings and plus 250 on FanDuel. Russell Henley, 2-3-1 here. Kevin Knott, plus 280, eight, 8 and 2 And Maverick McNeely gets in as the first alternate. This is his first time here. He's at plus 290. What are you doing with
1: this group? This one's kind of t- this one's like a little tough for me. Well, first off, what's what's the deal with Kevin? Nye? He was he was he withdrew from the term. But that was a baby, right? So he doesn't really have an injury or anything.
0: Oh, well, he did have an injury earlier this year, isn't that why he? Yeah, why he withdrew no, but, in the Cal? No, I think
1: race? he withdrew from the players though because he had a, a baby that was born.
0: That may have been the players, but I'm saying earlier in the year, like yeah. after Sony or was
1: it at sony it was, it was i think it was
0: after sony it was some injury thing but he's here yeah.
1: so anyway um i i think henley's the guy I, i'd said earlier uh, you're gonna maybe hear me mention a lot of dogs i think henley's the guy out of here i mean he's been playing well recently um so he's got the form it is uh, uh the year of the dog this is a good this is a good course fit for him um you know you look at He's got a lot of match play experience outside of, if we're just talking about like Ryder Cup. Um, he, he played on two Walker Cup teams. He was 5-0 and in match play at Georgia. And now I say that to say they don't normally play match play in college events. When they do play match play, it's when they get to the finals, okay? And then you're in a tough situation. Then you're in pressure, a pressure situation. You know, I think a guy like Henley... With as solid as he hits his irons, you know, he's a good putter in general. Um, You mentioned that about putting, like not necessarily, you know, looking at just the surface, but just guys that that tend to be pretty good putters that can, you know, drain some putts on you. Henley can do that. Um, So for me, Henley is a guy in this group. I know Neiman's been playing well. Nah, to me, is still somewhat of a question mark. McNeely got in last minute when um, Sam Burns withdrew. So I, I think Henley is uh, kind of an easy, easy choice for me. Actually, here he's at plus two twenty to win this group,
0: two fifty on Fanduel. Better, okay, well, I like that on Fanduel. Yeah, uh, well, I'm gonna go with it because I was debating between Henley and Neiman, and I, I was really having a hard time with it. So I will, I will easily, I'll take the easy hand, and let's go Russell Henley at plus two fifty on Fanduel to come out of Group 14. I'm with you. Um, I like it. I like it. I'm it looks like we're getting a little bit of agreement in the chat. Dude, Mark Horn likes Henley. Uh, a couple other folks liking Henley. All right. By the way, if you're if you're watching, give us a thumbs up. Please like the video. Please subscribe if you haven't already done that. And uh, drop a comment in here. Like I said, what is the early Masters content that you'd like to see coming from Tour Junkies before we get to Masters? Man, It's going to be a great week. All right. Moving on. We've got Match Play Group 4 versus Group 13. Group 4, led by Patrick Cantlay at 5-3-1 here at Austin Country Club. He's your favorite at plus 165. Then you got Sung Jae at plus 260. Seamus Powers making his first appearance here. He's at plus 330. Keith Mitchell, 1-2-0 and o here at Austin. He is plus 300. Um, well, I mean, I'll just go out on a limb and say, are you playing the dog, Keith Mitchell?
1: You know, I'm, I, I don't have him in this group, oh, actually.
0: I do. I, I, I like Mitchell I have here. I not play
1: in this group. I think Cantlay is the cold the, the stone killer. cold killer on is. that is is going to be doing some shit on the golf course that really pisses off the players he's going against. He's going to drain putts all over the place on them. I I just think Cantlay has the the mindset for
0: I think for Mitchell this. doesn't care though, dude. Mitchell doesn't get Mitchell doesn't give a rip. I just don't. Think I agree. He
1: does. I think it's a battle. Like those two are like heavyweights to me in this in this section. I mean, Sungjae is too. I mean, Sung Sungjae.
0: I don't. Sungjae's I don't even quiet, have. Him. I, he's the. Quiet I don't feel assassin. a type. I don't feel any type of way
1: towards him. Hasn't and, he been and great power. in in President's Cup? Didn't he play? I, I, well, hey, I'm sure, but I, I don't. I'm just. I think this is the can Mitchell show. This is one versus four. Sungjae three one and one at the President's Cup.
0: I mean I think this is a tough group. I kind of think this is a murderer's row situation um and a possible stay away. But just get just the form and the confidence and the swagger and the value on Keith Mitchell at 3 to 1 is what is enticing to me. This is And I agree I agree with you man. I agree with you Cantley is a killer. He he is a killer. But also like he, he I mean, let's not act like he's God's gift to putting either. Like, he's not that great of a putter. You talk about him dropping putts. He's improved, yes,
1: but he's not, like, he's not been incredible. And he did, you know,
0: he was on the wrong side. I mean,
1: Cantway's out there giving interviews last year talking about, like, these books that he reads on. What was it he was talking (laughs) about, like, different, like, was it, was it, was it betting? Was it cards? which is, like, like playing cards and, like, Jen Rummy. List,
0: Luke List told us about that. It you? was, like,
1: Jen Rummy and all this stuff. and yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, if Cantley did something else besides golf, and then all of a sudden he showed up and he had killed ten people, and, <laughs> and he was going to jail for that, obviously, I, I would not be surprised. <laughs> it's like, I'd dang. be like, well, I'm not, I'm not saying he's, like, a real killer, but I just feel like he's got that kind of, like, just... Your boy, your boy, Wes,
0: your boy, Wes agrees. He agrees what your, your, your best friend, Wes Bearden in the chat. I'm with Pat. Can't lay the (laughs) stone cold killer. Um, yeah, I, so, so I, I, I just want to push back a little bit here though with Mitchell. I mean, are you that, are you that hard up on can't lay the favorite here? Do you think, do you think this is the group that a favorite is going to pop, pop out of? Because, you know, with the, with the the favorites not being automatic at all, like not even close. Yeah. Nice. There are other groups where the favorite is way clearer, head and shoulders better than, than this group here, especially when, you you know, taking into account recent, form. I'm just talking about recent form, yeah. recent form.
1: It's very close. So like, no, I mean, I, I, I can't, I, I'll say this. I, I'm, I'm very confident that Cantlay wins this group. I am. You're very confident, but there's there is there's also this we've we've chosen like so many bulldogs already to come out of these. Okay.
0: All right. I'm I'm going to give you the Patrick Cantlay, but you better you got to repay you you might have to repay the favorite.
1: Okay. I'm I'm glad you're giving me Cantlay, and
0: also apparently other people do think Cantlay looks like a killer. Um. All right. So who do we got now? We have. Uh, where are we? Group thirteen. So the Cantlay group is playing the winner of group 13 which is Terrell Hatton, Christian Bezadenhut, Daniel Berger and C Wu Kim. Um this one is challenging to me though. This one's this one's borderline stay away. I've not decided to stay away from it, but it's borderline. Terrell Hatton's record here 6-6 six, six and 2. He's at +225. Berger's record here 3- 9-0 and oh at plus 210. Siwoo Kim's record here, 3-7 and 3 at plus three plus 300. And Sebez, 0-2 oh, and 1 at plus 275. I think, I think if I take my emotions out of it, Pat, I think it's a Terrell
1: Hatton play. I agree. At, at plus 225. I, I agree. It, it. I. I think plus two twenty five. I think Hatton. Burger's tough to me. Like I love. I love Burger this whole year.
0: Um. Playing really good. Playing really really good. I feel like Hatton's gonna have the edge on, in terms of putting and dropping putt. I mean, just irritating. Like, can you imagine? I mean, I just had the the Hatton rant last last week. Yeah.
1: How I many? You know. Can you
0: imagine time. playing him in a round where he gains two strokes? You know, basically on the field. Would be if there were strokes gained, like where he just makes all those putts on you. Can you imagine how annoying it would be looking at his face while he does that? Like
1: I would, I that was sending me. And, and then what are you gonna do when he's up? Like he's he's five up on you and he misses a putt, and he he he's like fuck, <laughs> like, he's like cussing at the hole. You know? yeah. <laughs> like you're you're damn five up on me, Hatton. But I I, I agree. I think this is a tough group, and I think this is a stay away group for me. I have a hard time with picking this group too. Um, somebody in the chat talking about I'm, I'm turning on Sebez. I'm not really turning on Sebez.
0: No, you're seeing I, I just the light. Like, you're seeing. You're seeing. I the just light. feel
1: like I feel like Berger and Hatton are head and shoulders the best in this group. Siwoo Kim, I, I if Siwoo Kim won this group,
0: I, I don't know. It's not going to surprise me though. I mean, it really doesn't surprise he, me. Like Siwoo is extremely aggressive. He's he's he great. I, I don't understand why he's. Three, seven, and three in this format. I mean, maybe it's because the aggression and the the form did not meet, but if re- if aggression and form, ball striking form, converge with Siwoo, like he could run through this whole thing like crap through a goose, like just be done with all of you and crush it because he's that aggressive of a player, he's going to make that many birdies on you, that many
1: eagles and if you see i think it. it's how you channel that aggression though like with match play yes you yeah, want to yeah, be yeah. aggressive but if you get behind like Siwoo's a guy that i think that he gets behind he's gonna press. and i just i could see like he, he presses too hard he tilts. tilts yeah yeah something's gonna go off and then he's gonna be done you know and and that's where that's the that's when we talk about sort of the killer mentality with match play is it's not just like when you're ahead and you're 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 hitting all your shots but what, what do you like what kind of player are you when you're down a little bit or you're feeling pressed you know are you are you kind of one of these guys that's sort of just going to be like all right whatever i've lost this match and i'll move on to the next tournament or do you have just that really like we said that killer mentality like a guy like Kiz, like a guy like can you know those guys that just you, you know there's so much fire burning in them that we see on the like this is why this tournament is so different than anything else because it has to do with playing one-on-one with with somebody and then what happens during that match and how does that matter? there's so many variables that think things go wrong and how do you play like when you're when you're playing one-on-one you know are you gonna back down when it you're you're, you're getting your ass kicked or are you gonna fight and try to you know keep clawing your way back and realize that even if you are three down, there's a way to get back. You got seven holes left. There's a way to get back. So there's a lot of different, you know, yeah. factors I think with, with these guys that can win these matchup. Um Yeah. So it like, all goes back to the fact that I think Hatton is, has that mentality. Uh, I think he does. So I like
0: David speaks comment. I want to see Hatton and see, we have a club breaking contest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That would be to see, to see them get into it on the golf course and get into a screaming match would be the greatest um also think uh brian hit it on the head here Siwoo's still on cloud nine from meeting me from meeting db that's true he's still he's still yeah i get it i get it man i get it siwu i totally get it um all right let's let's keep moving right along here so so we're gonna go we're gonna go terrell Hatton there in group 13 right
1: Yep. Yep. uh okay i'll put him in here
0: all right the next uh where are we the next one we are nope we got that one All right, groups five and twelve. Scotty Scheffler.
1: Ian. This is yeah.
0: Matt Fitzpatrick. Tommy Fleetwood. Tommy Fleetwood been showing a little form here lately, last couple weeks. The players' championship, Valspar, showing a little form. A boy Matt Fitzpatrick pulls through for me last week. Handily handles Abraham Answer, who misses the cut. You're gonna be doing another TikTok dance. Matt Fitzpatrick, another another top ten, I think. Killing it. Poulter is your, you know, your your match play. Your match play guy that everybody you know, everybody loves, everybody thinks is amazing, and then Scotty Scheffler, who like I said, lost, finished runner up to Billy Horschel last week. Scheffler four or last year, uh, his record here four one and two. He's at plus two hundred. Matt Fitzpatrick six nine and zero oh, at plus two fifty. Fleetwood seven five and two at plus two seventy five, and Poulter nine three and zero oh, at plus three hundred. the it's the three euros all looking to knock off the uh, the American young gun that put it to him at the Ryder Cup not too long ago and who's really probably one of the hottest players in the world right now so what are you doing here buddy what are we doing
1: okay so I mentioned when we started the show that I had two two groups that I had no idea what I wanted to do this is one of them okay I, I really don't know what I want to want to do here and this is a one I kind of want to talk through a little bit obviously Scheffler has been playing incredibly well yeah um the guy's been a stud and he he made it to the finals here last year. He almost, he almost won. I had him on the betting card, I believe, um, to, to win. Yep. One of us did either you yep. or me. I can't remember. Um, I, and I, then you got, go ahead.
0: You got, no, you, you finish up.
1: And then you got Fitzy who, yeah, I wasn't big on last week, but I think he showed a lot last week in a, in a, on a course where you gotta be pretty precise. Um, you know, uh, you know, off the tee and then into these greens. And, um, or into the greens last week. And he did, he did well. So, and then Fleetwood has been playing a little better lately. You know, he's, he's got match play experience. And then you got Poulter who is just like, I, I think he's obviously on the tail end of his career. Yeah. But he's, he I mean, he's, he's closer to being a Ryder cup captain than he is playing in another Ryder cup as a player. Cause I don't think he's going to do that again. But so this is a group that's, That to me means that if I'm this, you know, conflicted with this group, that I'm probably going to stay away from betting the outright winner of this group. Um, But I do think it's an interesting one. Well,
0: I think it's, I think Scheffler, dude. I think we're overthinking it a little bit. Fitzpatrick I love, and I've been all over him this whole, I mean, obviously I love Fitzpatrick. I I think Scotty is just the alpha in the room in this group, and he's going to do it for America against these, these three Euro Ryder cuppers and he's in Texas. He's, the, mm-hmm. he's got the Texas connection, um, obviously playing well. I just think we'd go with Scotty Shuffler here at, at plus 200. Yeah. Uh, this is, that's
1: the, yeah, you're probably right. I'm overthinking it a little bit, but I, I, I could just see a few of these guys in here. There's a lot of reasons you could take some of, you know, yeah. Some of the other ones, but I don't think, outside of scheffler i'm not sure i see any of those three guys actually winning so i don't know if i would even bet them outright so yeah you know yeah why bet them to win the group yeah
0: that's true uh so those guys are going to be playing god i keep clicking on the wrong thing they're going to be playing the winner of group 12 which is billy horschel minwoo lee thomas peters and tom hoagie billy ho your defending champ eight four and one at austin at plus 175 Thomas Peters and Tom Hoagie both at plus 250. Peters is 2, 4, and 3 here. Uh, Minwoo Lee is plus 400. Hoagie and Minwoo Lee, it is their first appearance here at Austin. Um, this one is, to me, I mean, this is between Tom Hoagie and Billy Horshaw. And I think it's a spot to grab Hoagie. Really? Yeah. I, I like I like the ball striking. I like the nothing to lose. Billy Hove defending champ. I almost feel like
1: they gifted Billy Horschel with a pretty good bracket here. It is, a it, is a, champ.
0: it is a pretty good, I think it's a pretty good bracket. But I think Tom Hoagie can give you the upset here. Um, I mean, what, look at look at what old Hoagie has done. You know, he it, really
1: has been so good. Thirty
0: third at the Players, thirty second at at API, fourteenth um, at Phoenix, coming after coming off the the win at Pebble. Runner-up at the Amex, you know. I mean, like the the guy's been playing great, and the off the tee and and approach play has been tremendous. I mean, obviously Billy Ho's going to have the experience factor here at Austin, working with him, uh, working in his favor. But I, I think if we get, if we if we're looking for a few spots to take an upset, I think this is one of my favorite ones. I I think Hoagie's going to be. I do think he's going to be chalky in DFS. We'll talk about that he's pretty cheap. You can get a, get him real really cheap in DFS, but. um I don't know. I like him at plus two fifty. Now now I, I, other than him, it's definitely Billy Ho. Like I, I don't yeah. I'm not playing Minwoo Lee. I'm not playing Thomas Peters here. So if you just are pretty adamant on Billy Ho, which I doubt you are, um I am not. We can we can I we think can we can take Hoagie, Hoagie right now and
1: move on. <laughs> if you All want right. to. Let's roll
0: with Hoagie at plus two fifty. I like it. I, I think okay. I think Hollywood Hoagie's got him a chance there. Um okay, so that was groups. Five and twelve. Now we're gonna move on to group six and eleven. This these two groups are are murderers row. This is it. This is the this is the um both of these groups are stay away bets for me. I'm not betting either one of these to come out, but we're gonna have to pick one. The first one is Justin is led by Justin Thomas. Super like informed Justin Thomas, which is scary. Plus one sixty five. He is nine nine and one at Austin. Um Mark Leishman is the, the next. I thought that was interesting. Leishman is the favorite after him at plus two forty. At six uh he's got a six, seven, and three record here. Kiz at plus two sixty, sixteen, six and one. And then the first timer, Luke List, is at plus four hundred uh here for these boys. What I mean, I I I was a little surprised that Leishman had a slightly shorter number than Kiz there, given Kiz's record here not just winning but also making it to the final group in uh or no, well no he won in 2019 he lost in the championship match in 2018 and he's 16-6-1 six but Leishman was a shorter number I, I didn't I was a little surprised by that um but it's it's super hard to argue with JT right now considering how good his his iron play his ball striking has been um I mean I I I was watching the tournament last yesterday tweeting and saying like, Man, this is like a really informed ball striking Justin Thomas that is looking extremely deadly at Augusta. Um, and he's the putter to heat up a little bit, but I, I don't know. Like I know our boy Kiz in here is the is the bulldog and is the match play guy. And him and him and J T play together all the time. Uh they play practice rounds together all the time. Uh, and I'm sure Kiz- I am sure I can not that,
1: that's to me their their matchup when they play in the third matchup. Is going to be must see TV. I think they're they're going to have a great match. Yeah. Um, I think it's going to be pretty interesting to watch them play against each other. I love this group from an entertainment value. Yeah, yeah a lot of entertainment um, value here. Yeah, and I think yeah, it's it's hard to sit here and say that that JT is is not the one that you you want to play out of this group. Um, yeah, I don't want to bet them to win the group. I love Kisner in this format. I just think he lives for this kind of stuff. Um, So it's also hard to, so it really is sort of a stay away group for me. Um, But I have to say, I'm probably going to go with you there on JT. Okay. I hate taking a payment guy over at Georgia. It's it's, uh, it's, it's just, it's just the smart play. And and I think um, you're right. I mean, what he is showing heading into the masters is, is a lot. so I'm with you there. The like next group is interesting too. gotta give a shout out to uh, Steven
0: Stephen McKillen in the chat. I didn't hit the like button, but I invited thirty of these people who are watching. So that's good, Stephen. That's very good. I mean, hit the like button because that's also not hard at all to do on YouTube. You just it literally takes a quarter of a second. Um
1: But inviting, I know how to do that.
0: Inviting people is amazing that's amazing we need a lot more people to do that that's great tell your friends about it all right get them on here copy the link send it to them um all right so we're gonna do you we're think just...
1: that's the group of death by the way uh, that's you a know, really in soccer they have the group of death in the world cup i think that's the group of death it's it's tough
0: uh i think there's one that's actually harder that we haven't gotten okay. to it yet uh, all right so those guys are going to be playing um jordan spieth Keegan Bradley, Adam Scott, and, and Justin Rose out of group 11. Jordan Speeth, your favorite at plus 210, a 9 5 3 record here. Adam Scott at plus 230, a 1 1 1 record. Justin Rose plus 270, 3 2 2. And Keegan Bradley plus 300, 0 1 2. You know, Texas boy, home ish sort of game for Jordan Spieth. I love, I know that Ben Little loves hearing me say that. Um, Keegan's obviously in a lot of great form. Scott's shown some form as well this year. Both Scott and Speeth missed the cut at the Players. Horrible sides of things for Scott, and then hitting two balls off the tee in the water on 18 doesn't help. Uh, Rose has flashed a little bit of form this year. What are you? Uh, what are you leaning towards here?
1: Speeth is going to win this group, and he's going to play against JT. And uh, that's
0: my that's my bet.
1: That's going to be agreement there. An amazing matchup. Is I really fun. hope we get that matchup.
0: That is going to be fun. Um, he's a plus two ten. I, I think it is be. It's not going to shock me if it's not though. Like it's not. But from from a betting, I mean, the numbers are kind of close. Like he's not a he's not like a JT at a plus you know one sixty five number. He's a plus two ten. It's not like, so you're not like you're getting extreme value on somebody that's like so, so enticing. But I, I do think the play is just to go ahead and and roll with Jordan here. Um. More match play experience than anybody, probably outside of Justin Rose. I guess Rose has probably played in more Ryder Cups, potentially, uh, than than Spieth. But I don't know Spieth because he got the Presidents Cup too. Yeah, so maybe more Ryder more match play experience than any of these guys. Um, yeah, I I think it's Jordan. We can we can move on from that one quickly. So that's uh that's Group Six and Eleven. Two more two more uh, or four more groups here. Match play Group Seven versus Number Ten. To me. This is the easiest group to pick and the hardest group to pick. I, I think you're right. <laughs> group seven to me is Xander Schauffele, and it's, and it's just not even close, which, which probably means freaking, you know, Lucas Earbert's going to win the freaking thing. But yeah. uh, Xander Schauffele is your favorite at plus 175. He's 4-2-3 and three here. Finau is at plus 250, 4-4-1. Four, four, Lucas uh, Herbert is plus 300. Uh, Takumi Kanai is plus 300, both first timers here. It's Xander at plus one seventy five and uh and we can move on.
1: Yeah. I don't have anything else to add to that. I think, that, I think it's a, such an easy group for not for gonna him be, to win. Not gonna be he that. got lucky by getting female as is the number two seed in this group. Yeah.
0: Then the hardest the hardest huh. group to me, this to me is the tough one. I mean if you look at all four of these guys, all four of these guys showing tremendous form, um I mean Louie and Norin have been killing it. Casey just popping up at the players playing well. Connors looks like he's back. I think this group is very challenging to figure out. Um, Louie's the favorite at plus 200. He's 13, 9, and 0 here. Casey's at plus 225. He's 8, 6, and 3 here. Norin is 11, 3, and 0. Oh, 11, 3, and 0. At plus 275. And Connors is o three 3, and 0 at plus 300. I mean, you're talking about Three guys in that group with a ton of rounds here at Austin. And all three with winning records. And then Corey Connors at 03 0, but also he's Corey Connors. He's hitting it well. He could, he could do something. I mean, I do think he's the he is the bottom man here for sure. I think I'm leaning. I think I would slightly lean the value on Norin 275 given the match play record, given the form and a little bit of value but this is for sure a stay away group for me and I could be talked into any player in here.
1: See, I think Noran is the guy here. I, I really All right. do. All right. I think we I think you you roll with Noran. You you play him at um what'd you say his uh plus 275. Plus 275. Yeah. I like the record here when you look at that 113 and 0 um I think another angle for Noran is also he's one of the guys uh, I talked I talked about folks that were on the edge for the Masters. He is currently 56th in the world. Um, he is not in the Masters yet. So if he gets in the top 50 within the next couple of weeks, he will get in the tournament at the Masters. I think there's a lot of extra motivation for Norin to to do well this week, and he's been playing well. I mean, he's got two top tens in his last four events. You know, was 26th uh, at the Players. I, I I think Norin is is the play here. And I feel like he's he's probably going to upset Xander in the in the next round too. Oof. So, Oof. so I, I think if that gives you a little hint into some outright plays. Okay, but uh, so I like Norn here.
0: All right, last two groups we've got groups eight and nine, and and I think these are somewhat easier groups as well for me. Uh, group eight is Dustin Johnson. Uh, he's your favorite at plus one sixty five. Sorry, one plus one seventy five on FanDuel. He's 12, eight, and one here. Max Homa is plus 230. He's 2 1 0. Mackenzie Hughes is 2 1 1 at plus 300. And Matt Wolf is plus 400, 1 1 1. And he's just lost. So uh, to me, this is DJ and it's not even close. I get that people love Max Homa. I love Max Homa. But DJ is, and it's not even close. And DJ, you know, hasn't really put four rounds together in stroke play events here recently, but he's definitely shown some really hot rounds and, and ability to go low. And this is not stroke play, so I think this one is almost as easy as Xander's group. I do think Max Homa presents a little more of a challenge than anybody in Xander's group,
1: but I think this is DJ hands down. I don't know if it's hands down DJ. Um, I really like Homa, and I think. Um, but I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you DJ here. You owe me DJ for the can't lay. I'll give you DJ here for the can't lay, but I, I do think Homa is. Very interesting. So okay,
0: okay, um, and then they're going to face Group Nine, which is Bryson returning from his injury slash getting out of his Saudi contract. Richard Bland, Taylor Gooch, and Lee Westwood. Bryson plus two twenty is your favorite at two four and zero. Gooch at plus two twenty five. Uh, this is his first time here. Lee Westwood at plus two forty five six and one, and Richard Bland plus three fifty is his first time here. You can see how. You know, close the the odds makers see this one. Given your favorite is plus two twenty, the next guy is plus two twenty five, then plus two forty, and then
1: Richard Bland. So, uh to me, I think this is gooch. I, it's I absolutely I gooch. He gets, gooch. Yeah. he gets, he's going to start with Westwood and Bland in his first two matches, and then he gets Bryson in the third match. Um, We haven't seen Bryson. He's been injured. He, we don't know much about him. Hell, we don't even know if he might back out and somebody else gets in this group. I think this is easily Gooch that wins this group.
0: Nice. All right. Total agreement there. Love it. Um okay, let's do uh let's do this. Before we do our well, no, let's let's go to our covers bet here, Pat. So it's time for we're gonna talk through some outrights here. But it's our it's our favorite outright bets that we like so far. And and this may just be numbers that we think you should get on now. We think you should get shorter. Uh, values that we see on the board in terms of outrights and as well as some group bets and values that we like uh, for the WGC Dell match play presented to you by covers winning starts at covers.com you'll you know full betting cards will be coming out probably tomorrow night Tuesday night Pat will tweet out his mine will be on the website tourjunkies.com but Pat I'll, I'll go ahead and say there's if I'm looking in the shorter ranges here to me DJ and Xander and and again, you got to think through the brackets, right? You have, to, you have to look at the bracket and not shoot yourself in the foot in terms of who you're taking outright. They need to, you need to be careful. Um, you know, like you don't need to pick, I, I wouldn't pick DJ and Rom to win because they're coming out of the same top left side of the bracket. But I like DJ and Xander. They're coming from opposite ends of the bracket. They could end up playing each other in the finals and you'd just be sitting there loving it. DJ's at 20 to one, Xander is at 24 to one. I like Sergio Garcia at 46 to 1 on FanDuel. The old man has got a great record here. We talked about him. We talked about his, uh, his play. He's coming out of the uh, kind of top right corner with Morikawa and Xander as well. Um, I like Gooch, Taylor Gooch, who we just talked about coming out of, of his group. I think that's group nine, is it? Yeah, with Bryson's group. Um, so I like Gooch at 60 to 1. I just think that's good value. And then Tom Hoagie at 100 to 1. I'm going to do Hoagie. In in you know it's hundred to one on DraftKings. He's coming out of Billy Horstel's group, bottom left. If he can come out of that group, then he could face he could probably going to face Scheffler, Scotty Fitzpatrick, or Matt Fitzpatrick, which is going to be tough to do. But Hoagie's, Hoagie's just so chill. You know he's just so chill. He just won his first PJ Tour event a few weeks ago. Hundred to one's a good value. I'll take that one. Uh, my favorite group values. I'll give those real quick. Brian Harmon in group fifteen at plus three hundred. Hoagie in group twelve at plus two fifty uh gooch at plus 225 and group nine and um and i think dj's I, I think Well, sorry i think xander and dj both are locks at plus 175 those are my favorite group values
1: okay all right let me see if i can wrap this all up like i was trying to pay attention to a lot of that but i'll i'll say so on the shorter end i like pastor Cantley at, at 22 to one that's where i'm seeing them on 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 draft kings. i think that's maybe the best number on on Patrick Cantlay. I think that is a great bet for for him. I like Jordan Spieth too. He's also at 35 to one on DK. I I mean, I think he can, he can win this thing and might be a little bit of a sneaky outright to, to win this, um, this whole event. I I think that's, that's a pretty good number for him. Um, You know, if I'm looking a little bit longer, um, there's a few guys in here that I like. I like Alex Noren and he is right around that 60 to one number. I think, you know, that that could be interesting for him. Now, he'll have to get through Xander in that first round. But if he does get through Xander, if he makes it around the 16, he gets past Xander, then he's probably going to get somebody like a a, a a Garcia, you know, maybe a Brian Harmon or something like that. I, I think he can get through there to the finals. So I like Alex Norin there at 60 to 1. And then if we're looking at, um, you know, the, the longest odds guy that i have is, is probably Straka again mm. at uh at 90 to 1 I, I think he could uh he could be interesting especially if he um you know gets through on his group and then and then moves on and then to, for as far as group winners my favorites are one i have to say Jordan Spieth at plus 210 i almost said Jordan Spleeth Jordan Spleeth Jordan Spleeth at plus 210 uh i think that's a good number there also i would say God, there's so many here db because you you, you talked about so many guys um what? did you did you mention sergio at plus 240 yes no I like no, that no. no i didn't i, I like that when yeah, to I come out of the group there um and then a couple others that i'll give you that i think are a good place um guy you already mentioned i mentioned xander dj gooch hoagie and harman all right, the other one I'll mention will be Henley at plus-220 and Hatton also at plus-225 in his group. So Henley is in group number 14. Hatton is in group number 13.
0: A lot of stuff going on, a lot of stuff going on. A
1: lot of things. It's all crazy because it's different
0: formats and all that. So. Um, awesome. That's our favorite early leans and group bets presented to you by Covers.com. We appreciate Covers.com. Check it out, Winning starts at
1: covers.com
0: all right, Pat, uh, before we wrap it up, we got some prize pick stuff to go over real quick. No. And it's Corrales. Prize picks right now only has stuff up for Corrales, the Punta Cana event there in the Dominican Republic. But it's going to be a good time. And we are continuing to crush it on prize picks. We hope you are too. We're in the Nut Hut every single night, dishing out prize pick winners for every round. A season there, handing out a bunch of winners. We got people making money all over the place with prize picks. Use promo code TJ to get a 100% deposit match up to $100 when you sign up for a brand new account. They're legal in like 26 states, so odds are you're in one. Um, promo code TJ, it's just it's, it's a killer app. Um, I'm going to give you two, and, and I do think there's a little bit of – I'm a little bit hesitant to go ahead and lock these in right now just because weather can be a major factor in the Dominican Republic uh, at this event. It is a resort course. The fairways are wide. But weather is a beast here. So I just want to double check that my guys, I would like to see what tee times go off, weather, all that kind of stuff. But for now, I'm taking two unders on the score. And one is on Joel Damon, under 70. It's a par 72. So I'm banking on him to shoot three under or better uh, in round one. Joel's been hot. He's played here three times. He's got a win, I think, in two top 15s. He's your defending champ. He's confident coming into this. He's ready to defend his title, I, I know. Uh, I like that. So as long as the weather's okay and he's on the good end of it, I think under 70 is is a good play. And then Kramer Hickok, who's who's flashed a little bit and who's popped a little bit. I think he popped round one of the players, didn't he? Didn't he show up on the leaderboard round one of the players? Yeah, he did. Un- under 70 and a half, so I'm just banking on Hickok to shoot two under or better on round one, and that's it.
1: All right, well, um, I am going to do the fantasy golf sommelier this week, and we're going to be talking about uh, you know your some of your round one plays on that. But I'll give you one one pick, and and then I'm going to give you a little bit of strategy that I'm looking at this week. So the one pick I'm going to make is so the the ov- over under on holes this week is at number twelve, and it is which is a par five, and they always set it at four and a half. Now twelve. Actually plays fairly difficult for a par five. Now, they're always they always tend to be the easier holes on the course when you're looking at a, at a pro event, because these guys can can typically slam the par fives. But 12 last year in the first round played it an average of 4.924. So close to five, obviously. 4.9 is very close to five. Mm-hmm. So I'm probably gonna hammer the overs a little bit on hole number twelve. Graham McDowell, who mm-hmm. You know, I, he's not very long off the tee, in case nope. you haven't seen Graham. And it's it's an over 600-yard par 5. Um, I'm going to take the over on Graham McDowell at 4.5. I don't believe he's going to birdie it. The first day, by the way, is going to have a lot of wind. The gust is going to be, I think, up to 25 miles per hour. Day one is going to be tough. And here's what I'll give you. Here's the advice I'll give you. If you looked at day one last year, there were 18 rounds below 70. OK, out of all the players in the field, there were 54 rounds at below par, but between 70 and 72. There were 71 rounds at par. So just just under that 72 number. So they're really like this course played very difficult last year. Twelve under one, um, which is what Joel Damon was in a win like they're going to have in the first round. I think you really kind of I'm going to lay back a little bit in picks for round one because I want to see how I I think that there's going to be a lot of variable factors, but I I may end up taking the under on some of the scoring stats. So if and right now there's not a whole lot of offerings, I'll be honest, there's there's only like if you if you look at players, there's only like four or five in each category. They don't have fairways hit right now. They don't have greens and regulation right now. So I do want to see kind of how that first round goes. And then I think we're going to get some better numbers come Friday and Saturday based on that, that weather.
0: Love it. Pat, you are the price picks whisperer for now, for sure. As, as we've started our our budding price picks relationship, I'm pumped about it. We got to get ready and do the DFS show coming up here in just a few minutes. Thank you for listening. If you're listening on podcast, leave us a five-star review. Thank you for watching on YouTube. Don't forget to comment what you want to see early masters content, what you like, or just comment something. Okay. Thumbs up, subscribe, all that good stuff. Let's have a great week. Bend over your bookie for the WGC Dell match play. See ya. Oh.